The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been to revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And inspired by the Spirit, he came into the temple and when the parents brought, the child, brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for the glory to thy people Israel. And his father and mother marveled at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is spoken against. And a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. And she was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years from her virginity, and as a widow till she was eighty-four. She did not depart from the temple, worshipping with fasting and prayer night and day. And coming up at that very hour, she gave thanks to God and spoke of him to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. So as we come to the official end of the uh, Christmas season, uh, and we now, after this point, will turn our minds more towards preparation for Lent. But we rejoice today on this, the beautiful feast, as the long-awaited of his people now arrives in the temple. As it is described in the first reading by the prophet, the beauty of Christ who in terms of the fact that he is this refiner's fire, that's how he is described, a refiner's fire, specifically a fire that purifies, 
and it purifies with the intention of making something pure. If you take gold and you put it into a refiner's fire, everything that is not gold is taken out of it. If you take silver and put it into a refiner's fire, everything that is not silver is taken out of it. And so also Christ is described as this refiner's fire, so that as he comes to us and as we are in his presence, everything that is not of God and of our nature as he intends it is purified out of us. And so when the time came, it says in the gospel for today, for the purification according to the law of Moses. So the purification was for the mother, that after she had given birth, there would be seven days, and on the eighth day there would be the circumcision, and then after 33 days, she would then present herself and the child in the temple. And then they would offer these sacrifices and the things that were required for that purification. So it was a ritual purification. It was from a ritual perspective. But what is happening here is so profound because as they come to fulfill the law, so we can see as Christ and his mother both submit themselves to the law of Moses, even though it is not necessary for them, what happens is that in this rite where they come in the presentation for the purification according to the law of Moses, there is a type of inversion that happens here in a certain sense, which is that the Lord is the one who makes pure the temple. As St. Ambrose preaches, he's got, quite a, he's got several ser uh, sermons on the Feast of the Presentation, and they're well worth reading. They're very beautiful. But that's what he says, which is that as the Lord enters the temple, presented and carried in his mother's arms, it is the temple that is purified. Just as the Lord, when he enters our churches, he purifies his church by his presence. What we have here is the beautiful power of the presence of Christ to sanctify and to purify they come to fulfill the law, and so what was normally required was that they would offer a lamb and a dove or a pigeon. But if you could not afford a lamb, you were able to offer two young pigeons. And so we can see that this, what happens here is that Our Lady and St. Joseph, they offer the offering of the poor. It shows that their state in life is one of poverty in terms of earthly treasures, but even though they offer the offering of the poor, they also offer the perfect lamb. They offer the lamb himself, who is the lamb who will be the sacrifice for his people. And so in a certain sense, and in a more true sense, they offer the offering of the rich, the ones who have every good thing, because in Christ is every good thing. And so that while they are poor in the things of this world, they are rich in the things that matter to God, which is his beloved son. And then you have these two wonderful figures, Simeon and Anna. These two figures who are of a great age, which is important because we see here that it is a long desire that they have held in their hearts to see the one who has been promised to God's people. And we might ask ourselves, why does the Lord sometimes delay in fulfilling desires, especially when they are good desires. In our own life, we might have particular prayers for good things, things that lead to our sanctification, things that are necessary for that in terms of the right steps towards God. And the Lord at times seems to delay, just as he delayed for Simeon and for Anna, but also for his people. One of the commentators, and I think St. Thomas Aquinas, 
also speaks on this point. He says that sometimes we don't appreciate the things that come to us unless we actually have to wait for them for a long time. Patience increases desire. Patience and waiting also increases our appreciation of when what we desire actually arrives. What St. Thomas says is that if things come too quickly and easily, they are too easily let go. When things are won at great cost, with great longing, with intense desire, when they appear, we cling to them. And we can see this happen then when Simeon, he comes into the temple, and this one that he has long desired, that has been promised to him, not only just in terms of the general promise to the people of God, but has been promised to him individually, that he will see with his own eyes the Christ. And over the many years that he has longed for this moment, he comes into the temple, and at this moment it is fulfilled. And he bursts out in joyful praise of what has happened, and he clings to the child, takes him in his arms, and sings the praises of God and the praises of Christ. And then he also turns to his mother, and he shows the deep relationship that she has with her son, which is that she shares, yes, and will share in his glory. But as the Church Fathers note, and I think St. Ambrose notes as well, is that glory is always tied to the cross. As it says in Scripture, we will share with him in his glory inasmuch as we have shared with him in his cross, in his sufferings. And so what we see here is what true compassion is. Compassion is not an emotional, kind of sentimental sharing in someone else's sufferings. Compassion is the other sufferings of the other taken as your own, taken as your own. And we know that Our Lady, when she stands at the foot of the cross, every blow and painful wound that is inflicted upon her son is felt in her. Every aspect of his suffering and death is experienced in her. And so Simeon turns to her and he speaks of how her glory with her son is shared, but also that it comes through her sharing in his passion with love. She is the model for compassion. And so they are all marveling at this great mystery of what is happening which is they have presented the one whom they know to be God, and now God's people are recognizing him in the temple. Anna also shows the same principle of longing. She is of a great age, and she is also docile to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit leads her into the temple to encounter the one whom she has longed for. And she also then bursts out in praise. And so for us, this same presence, this same Christ who was presented in the temple and sanctified the temple is present here with us in the Blessed Sacrament. He is here, the long-desired, the long-desired of his people. And in his presence, we have to pray for deeper docility to the Holy Spirit that we can learn to more truly appreciate the gift of his presence. Because while this is a beautiful scene, it is also a sad scene. Because in the temple at that time, 
Only two people recognized the, the, the Messiah and the Savior. Only two were docile to the movements of the Holy Spirit. And so also for us in our own day and age, the Lord is present in his temple. The Lord is here. We must pray for the grace not only in ourselves to more deeply recognize him and give praise for his presence, but pray that others will come to the same grace as well. The Lord is presented here for us, the sacrificial lamb who takes away the sins of the world. Let us rejoice and be glad. Amen.